Welcome to JPI 5, a podcast featuring five questions and five answers regarding the California water industry, risk pools, risk management, and more. To support 5, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share episodes with others, and leave us a review. Five stars, of course. Thank you for listening. Now, please welcome our host and guest for today. Hello, and welcome to JPIA 5. Thank you for taking the time to join us and listening. Today, we have two guests from our risk management department, and we're going to be talking about pre-screening contractors. I think this is an exceptionally interesting topic and will be really helpful to you going forward. Remember, you can find all of our episodes on your favorite podcast platform, and don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment if you enjoyed this uh, podcast. So let me introduce our two members of our risk management department. Gentlemen, can you introduce yourselves? Sure. Uh, my name is Peter Kuczynski. I'm the lead risk management advisor for the JPIA. I've been with the JPIA since 2004, and I cover the area in Southern California, mainly San Diego, Orange, and Riverside counties. And I'm also being joined today by Lee Patton. Lee. Thanks, Peter. Um, I uh, have been with the JPI now 17 and a half years, and I am uh, a senior risk management consultant, and I cover San Gabriel Valley, Bakersfield area, all the way up to uh, the Central Coast. And uh, I've been in the, the risk management and safety field for 50 years. Thank you very much, Lee. And as we talked about earlier, we are talking about pre-screening contractors. Construction is one of the JPIA's risk reduction focus areas. When reviewing this area with our members, contractor screening will also will often come up in the discussion. So I'm just going to ask Lee a series of questions and he's going to give us uh, his answers based on his experience and input from members. So Lee, first of all, why is pre-screening of contractors so important? Well, Peter, uh, before accepting bids, the pre-screening process will allow the member to learn about the contractor's qualifications, their capacity for doing the work being requested, and their occupational health and safety compliance performance. All sound like very important items that a member has to cover. So what resources does the JPI have available for our members to help with this pre-screening process? Well, Peter, the, the JBI's mission is to provide top quality risk management services. Under our commitment to excellence best practices, we have identified several third-party resources to assist in developing a pre-screening process. These tools include an Alliant fact sheet, a contractor environmental and safety review from Orange County Water District, and the Labor Commissioner's model questionnaire with weighted scoring sheet. The model questionnaire and scoring sheet should be a guide. Uh, the member can modify that to meet their, their best needs. And the member should include uh, in the questionnaire the insurance coverage and limits recommended in our Model 5 con construction contract, which is located in our risk transfer manual. And members can find that at www acwajpia.com. They can find it on our website. Yes, and then click on the uh, tab uh, service 
surfaces, and down at the bottom, you'll find the risk transfer manual. Okay. So once the information has been gathered, what should be the next step for a member in the pre-screening process? Well, we always encourage our members to trust but verify. So they need to check the contractor's state license board, check Cal OSHA and the OSHA citation history, which is located on the federal uh, OSHA search page. Once this is done, the member should have enough information to qualify or disqualify a contractor. All great information. So we've discussed pre-qualifying contractors for capital improvement or larger projects. What about the contractors that our members hire who do smaller jobs, such as repairs? Should they be pre-qualifying them too? Yes, they should. And typically what I hear when I go out to the members is that they have a set number of contractors that they've been working with for a number of years. Uh, but it's always good to, again, you know, we want to remember that trust but verify. So doing a pre-screening of those contractors periodically is a good idea. And we've been using the term contract quite a bit. So when we talk about contracts, we're also including purchase orders and work orders? Yes, definitely. Okay, great. So we've discussed the importance of pre-screening. What should an agency do after a project or job has been completed? Well, we encourage our members to have a debriefing with the contractor. And the debriefing should discuss what went well, uh, what didn't go well, and why things happened and what uh, they will plan to do to make it go better the next time. The answers to these questions will help the agency decide if they want to uh, continue using this contractor in the future. And the only thing I would add, Lee, is that um, after listening to this podcast, if they have more questions, there's people who they can call. Yes, they they definitely should call uh, member services if they have informa need information regarding their contracts. Uh, but they can always call on on their risk control advisor uh, if they need assistance. Thank you. It's all been great information. Yeah, I, I can't emphasize enough the benefits of pre-screening, and it can just save you so many headaches later down the road and make sure you have a quality project that's not lingering with uh, lawsuits and complaints from staff and complaints from your constituents. It's a, it's a great topic. This has been great. And again, don't hesitate to reach out to your risk advisors. They're an enormous wealth of information on this and, and all topics. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I really appreciate you coming and joining us today. I, I learned something valuable, and that's a good thing. Uh, thank you for listening. We always appreciate if you will uh, like and subscribe. Thank you to Dave, to our music. Thank you to our producer, Molly Quirk. And we look forward to you joining us for our next episode. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to JPI 5. Remember to leave us a five-star review, comment, or subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. If you have a topic or guest speaker you would like us to feature or a question you would like to learn more about, please send us an email at podcast at aquajpia.com. Until our next episode, thank you for making us a part of your day.